Welcome to Beijing's Daily News. Today is the 18th of November 2022. We'll be covering a blockchain analysis of the collapse of Alameda and FTX, as well as seedless self-custody. Let's get to it. On November 17th, Nansen released a research report titled Blockchain Analysis, The Collapse of Alameda and FTX, to analyze the entire process of the FTX event. The main contents of the report are as follows. FTX and Alameda have had close ties since the very beginning. FTX created FTX token, FTT, a token for their platform, involving Alameda since day one. The two of them shared the majority of the total FTT supply, which did not really enter into circulation. The initial success of Alameda, FTX, and the meteoric rise of FTT most likely led to a rise in the value of Alameda's balance sheet. This high balance sheet value of the FTT positions was likely used as collateral by Alameda to borrow against. If the borrowed funds were used to make illiquid investments, FTT would become a central weakness for Alameda. With the collapse of Terra and UST in May, a liquidity crunch ensued as many creditors started to call back loans following the 3SE and Celsius crashes. Alameda would have needed liquidity from a source that would still be willing to give out a loan against the existing collateral. Alameda deposited around roughly $3 billion worth of FTT on FTX, of which most remained there until the end. Evidence of the actual loan from FTX to Alameda is not directly visible on-chain, possibly due to the inherent nature of centralized exchanges, which may have concealed clear on-chain traces. Based on the data, the total $4 billion FTT outflows from Alameda to FTX in June and July could possibly have been the provisional parts of the collateral that was used to secure the loans, worth at least $4 billion in May and June. That was revealed by several people close to Bankman-Fried in a Rudis interview. While it was known that Alameda and FTX were both founded by SBF and Co., the Coindesk report had exposed concerns regarding Alameda's balance sheet. The majority of net equity in Alameda's business had consisted of FTX's own centrally controlled token, FTT. The back-and-forth battle between the CEOs of Binance and FTX caused a ripple effect on market participants. Binance owned a large FTT position. We also observed slightly unusual large continuous outflows of stablecoin tokens from FTX to Alameda's wallets during that time period. Given the cascading effect of the lunar collapse, many firms like 3AC were liquidated causing a contamination on our cryptocurrency across the market. Investigation did not directly verify that user funds were being siphoned from FTX to Alameda in attempts to save them from liquidation. The unusually large FTT inflows from FTX post Lunar and 3AC hinted at a plausible case. From this point on, the intermingled relationship between Alameda and FTX became more troubling, given that customer funds were also in the equation. Alameda was at that stage where survival was its chosen priority, and if one entity collapses, more trouble could start brewing for FTX. Given how intertwined these entities were set up to operate, along with the over-leverage of collateral, our post-mortem on-chain analysis hints that the eventual collapse of Alameda and the resulting impact on FTX was perhaps inevitable. The sudden fallout of FTX had induced a growing fear within the crypto market participants, both investors and traders alike. If anything, the situation only strengthens the need for more transparency in crypto. On October the 16th, co-founder of Last of Force, Nikanan Kisopat, published a research report titled Seedless Self-Custody on MPC and Smart Contract Wallets on Medium. The main contents of the report are as follows. Self-custody has long been heralded as a best practice for managing crypto assets. 
The unraveling of FTX and Celsius are the latest in a long list of incidents that remind the industry, not your keys, not your coins, triggering a flight to non-custodial wallets. Following the revelation around FTX, SAFE soared 800 million plus of net inflow, Ledger experienced multiple all-time highs in sales in short succession, Trezor sales surged 300%, and Zengo had triple-digit growth overnight and new all-time highs in deposits, all in the same week. There has been significant development in two categories of alternative key management solutions, smart contract wallets and multi-party computation protocols. While both types of wallets remove the single point of failure, they have some fundamental technical differences that give rise to the different sets of trade-offs. Broadly speaking, MPC enables a set of parties who do not trust each other to jointly compute a function over their inputs while keeping those inputs private. In cryptography, this is particularly useful for preserving the private key used to decrypt data or generate digital signatures. MPC wallets remove the single point of failure by using a threshold signature scheme. Under this paradigm, we create and distribute shares of a private key such that no one single person or machine controls a private key entirely. This process is called distributed key generation. We can then jointly generate a public key by combining the shares without exposing shares between the parties. Ethereum currently has two smart wallet account types, externally owned accounts, EOAs, controlled by private keys, and smart contract wallets, controlled by code. Smart contract wallets or smart wallets are just smart contracts that behave like a wallet, such as an interface that allows users to manage their funds, sign in with Web3, and interact with dApps. Unlike private key wallets, smart wallets come with an initial cost to create as a smart contract that needs to be deployed on-chain. Multi-signature wallets are smart contract wallets which require the signature from M of N signatures to execute a transaction, while MPC only creates a single signature regardless of the number of keys shares that participated, and multi-sig uses direct signature generated by distinct private keys to sign transactions. Despite common this versus that framing, MPC and smart wallets are not competitive, but rather complementary in the long term. MPC gives shared security at the key generation and management level, while smart contract brings extensibility and an ecosystem approach to feature and application development. To continue hearing more, please subscribe to bishinventure.substack.com for daily newsletter and follow Twitter account bishinventures to hear the rest. This is Celine on Bishin Ventures. Thank you for listening and we will see you tomorrow.